I did everything possible to avoid everyone in that household. I was so despised. Sammy did nothing to help the situation, and most days I stayed in the basement boiler room, my bedroom, to avoid the snickering behind my back and nasty glares. I mean, if looks could kill, I'd be dead ten times over. I'd emerge only to eat or drink something really quick, but some days I would rather starve than come up from the basement. On one such day, I heard a cry from the top of the stairs. It was Sammy's little sister. Zenaida! Telephone! Everyone was upstairs. Sammy's mom was out of jail. His sister, who married while still in high school, and her abusive husband. Sammy's stepdad, my husband, and both grandbabies were there. Everyone was in the living room watching some stupid novella on the couch. So up the stairs I went. I picked up the phone. It was left on the counter in the kitchen. Hello, I answered as I picked up the phone. It was my dad. He said, I want you to know that my wife and I, oh yeah, he married his mistress, then sold the house. I was such a people pleaser that I served as a witness to their stupid wedding. But in reality, I think I was in some kind of shock. Anyway, he said, I want you to know that my wife and I are leaving. We are moving to Santo Domingo. She has a house there, but I'm going to upgrade it and make it how I want it. Okay, I said, and hung up the phone. I cried all the way back to the boiler room. I wept as I threw myself on my bed. I cried because I felt myself an orphan. I wept because I was an orphan now and alone in this world. I hated my life. Everyone in that damn house hated me. My husband didn't have my back. He was useless and I was alone in the world. Like that petrified child alone beneath the basement staircase pulling spiders out of her hair. In the darkness, I was alone. And for this reason, I felt the need to intoxicate myself. Right on, right on the floor, hidden behind the boiler, was a bottle of vodka unopened. And I cracked that shit open and literally drank the whole thing. I just gulped it all down. And it burned my insides as I drank it up, as if it were a simple bottle of water or a soda. But almost as soon, or immediately after, I knew I was in big trouble. I knew that if I didn't get up those stairs and get help, that I would surely die. I'd be poisoned. So I staggered out of the boiler room. And by the grace of God, crawled up the staircase on all fours. Please, God. Please, God. Don't let me die. Please, God. My daughter. I busted through the basement door like the damn Incredible Hulk and stumbled through the kitchen and fell right in the middle of the living room floor and vomited and vomited and vomited. Oh, my God. There I lie in a sea of vomit. I remember the chaos. Somebody call my brother. Everything was spinning, and that's all I can remember. 
I don't remember how I got to the hospital or that my stomach was pumped, but when I opened my eyes, the first thing I saw was a nurse sitting near my bedside. I asked her what happened. She said, you were very lucky. You would have died of alcohol poisoning had you not made it to the hospital. She told me that her job was to monitor me because apparently I was on suicide watch. She called for the doctor and I was examined. What happened, he said. What made you do that? I responded, my mother is dead. And my dad kicked us out and moved in his mistress after she died. And we had nowhere to go. And I have a baby. So a neighbor rented us his basement. We couldn't afford it. So we moved to my husband's parents' house. And it's just awful there. Now my dad is leaving. He's leaving the country and moving to the Dominican Republic with his new mistress. His wife. I feel like an orphan. I have no one and I don't know. I I don't know what came over me. But I just grabbed that bottle and drank the whole damn thing. Oh God, I cried. Everything will be okay. You need to rest. And the social worker will come to see you soon. And soon, soon arrived. And there she was. She grabbed one of my braided extensions and examined it carefully in her hand, then looked at me and said, You must have really beautiful hair underneath all this. What happened? And so in tears, I explained the story a second time. And she said, You must really love your dad and felt so hurt that he was leaving you. No, I yelled. That is not it. My dad has been horrible to me all my life. He has abused me in every way, and I am not sad that he is leaving. I am sad because I'm feeling like an orphan. I feel like an orphan. I love my mother, and she's gone. I am an orphan now. So what you're telling me is that you did all this not because you loved your father, but because you felt like an orphan. Yes, I responded. I don't believe you. Let's say I call your dad right now. In fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. No, please. Please don't call my father. Please, please, just don't. Please, please. Are you afraid of him? I don't want to see him ever again. I felt like I felt like an orphan. Please, just don't tell him. I'll be back, she said with a smirk. But that was the last I saw of her, thank God. Later that afternoon, my brother stopped in to visit me. He put his hand on my forehead and asked me how I was doing. I said that I was sorry and that I was embarrassed and that I don't know what came over me. And I told him how horrible my life was living with those people, all who hated me. I just don't know what to do, I cried. My brother took my hand in his and placed a set of keys on my palm. You don't ever have to go back there again. Take my keys. I'm giving you my apartment. I travel so much with my job. I'm hardly ever home. You and Sammy and the baby will be safe and happy there. Just allow a little place for me to sleep whenever I'm in town. What? What is love? What is love? This. This is love. I cried like a baby in his arms. 
I couldn't believe the extreme kindness that I had just witnessed. I began to heal right in his arms, and I began to feel safe. True to his word, when I got out of the hospital, it was moving day. I never cleared out of a joint so fast before in my life, and now I had this beautiful, large, sunny, one-bedroom apartment away from all those toxic people. I felt like my husband, my little family, I felt like we could start over again. I will never forget this kindness. My brother may be annoying sometimes, but he always means well, and he is the most faithful and loyal person that I have ever known, and I love him.